Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, episode 12, the Lake Area Game Fest. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Jesse. And tonight we're going to talk about the Lake Area Game Fest. But before we do that, did we get anything this week? Um, we got nothing in the mail and we didn't go shopping. But I won a game, our daughter won a game, and somebody gifted us a game at the game, Lake Area Game Fest this weekend. So we got some games. We got some games. Um, I won Sparkle Kitty in a play to win over the weekend from the Lake Area Game Fest. And it looks like a very fun game. And it was over there on the other side of the desk. I don't know where you moved it. Now it's back there. Um, basically what you're doing is you're a princess in a tower and you're trying to uh, rescue yourself from a tower and you have to play cards and you're trying to get rid of the cards that are your tower and the first one to get out of their tower wins. Okay. And then what did Kathleen win? I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's Not So Fast. Not So Fast. Okay. Yep, with little wooden nuts and it's a party game and mm -hmm. so you're trying to match up two different cards and do a combination and then uh, you want to grab the nut that's in the middle of the table first and the one that's the slowest is the one that takes uh, the penalty. Yep. And how many times did she check this out? Oh, a billion and one. <laughs> she was literally, she had her own little badge so she thought she was hot stuff. Literally? And so she would go up there and check it out and then she would come back either with Dragon's Breath or um, she picked out a couple other games. She actually wasn't the first one to get called for that game. No, she wasn't. Someone else won and they weren't there so they picked again and she was it. Mm -hmm. So she checked this game out a lot on oh, yeah. Sunday. Yep. It was her go-to game on Sunday. Yeah, she just liked the wooden uh, She didn't care how to play the game. Mm -mm. And then someone gave us uh, Hanabi. Hanabi. What is Hanabi? Hanabi is a little card game where you actually play the cards away from yourself. So you don't know what's in your hand. And the person that you're playing against doesn't know what there is in their hand. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I, I believe it's like set collection or you want to try to have the best fireworks display, I think it is. Okay. But it's you're doing it without knowing what you have. Okay. So it looks like a very pretty game, and I thank the gentleman that gave it to us because we do we have this game? No, we do not have this game. Okay, we don't. So that's what arrived in the game room this week. This is true. What did we, we play? Also, hmm. did get some swag in. We did get some swag. Which we, we gave away at the Game Fest. Mm -hmm. And that was, we had some black straw, uh, drawstring bags, kind of like uh, backpack type bags. Yep, they're just a little smaller. And uh, we had some dice and some earbuds and then some magnets with our logo and uh, uh, information on it. Yep, and if you got one of those bags at Lake Area Game Fest, and you're listening to us now, welcome to the show. Yes, hopefully we have some more listeners. Yes, that would be awesome. Yes, so, um, 
what do we play? Uh, I got to play uh, Champions of Midgard finally. Yay! Really, really like that game. I'm kind of hoping to play it this Saturday as well. Okay. So it's a very simple worker placement uh, with some dice rolling in there. <laughs> so you're trying to defeat some some monsters and some, some trolls and droggers and you're just trying to get more points than the other person is all it comes out. What so. are droggers? Bad, bad monsters. Okay. They kind of look like a ghost spirit type thing. So I don't know exactly what a draugr is. I'm not a Viking. So was this a play to win or was this a tournament or something? No, it was just an organized play. Okay. So I played that and uh, I taught uh, John Hansel, I believe it was, mm -hmm. how to play sword crafters. Oh, I didn't. Was that one there? I didn't see it. I brought it. Oh, you brought Wyoming. And then uh, I taught him how to play uh, oh, the fireworks. Um, Lantern? Yeah, Lanterns. Yes, the Harvest Festival. Okay. So he never played that one before, but had seen some playthroughs and stuff. So he got to finally play that one. And what did we play on Saturday night? Uh, I don't remember. What the Bears and the Bees? Oh, The Bears and the Bees. Yes, you really liked that game. I love that game. That was a play to win, and I was kind of really hoping to play it, to win it. But we didn't win it. However, it is a beautiful game. Ah, but our friends won it, so yeah. we'll probably play it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I'll buy it for you. So. It's a beautiful game. It's from this little mom-and-pop shop. They really don't do a whole lot of marketing. And basically what you're doing is you're building a hive. You have cards in your hands and you're trying to um, match the colors. And you also have worker bees and you have drones and you start with the queen and then you build out. But you have bears who can be placed strategically or meanly. It depends on who you're playing with. Tom really didn't like when I was winning on Saturday. And um, basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get rid of your hand, and you're trying to get the least amount of points. Okay. And I won on Saturday, and I lost miserably to Eknum's wife on Sunday when yes. we played with her. And um, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and the artwork is amazing. I really, really enjoyed that game. And then the kids and I played a hobble game called Dragon's Breath. Yep. Uh, Kathleen really enjoyed that one. She did. Gavin liked it. Mm -hmm. Gavin just liked picking the gems and showing them wherever in the board. Yeah. Basically what you're doing is you're, you pick a dragon and you're doing colors and you want to... Well, you pick a gem. You pick, you pick off um, a circle, which is you pick a gem circle. first, mm -hmm. and then you take the the first ice layer off, mm -hmm. and then whatever falls of the color of gem that you picked, you get to put in your victory point pile. Yep, but there's little holes. Yeah. Next to the ice pile. Kind of like uh, like ice ice fishing holes. Yeah. So they'll drop through, or they'll lay on the board. If they lay on the board, you get to pull them and and take them if you if you selected that color of gem. Mm -hmm. And then we also played Ice Cool, 
which is your little penguin, and you're trying to race around the school trying to get your color of fish. And there's also a hall monitor who's trying to chase you and get your student ID. And whoever has, whoever gets their fish first, or whoever who the hall monitor is, who if he gets all your um, student IDs, the game's over. Okay. So that one was a lot of fun. Hurt my finger though. You hurt your finger. Yeah, because you have to flick the little um, penguin around. Oh, okay. And they're really hard plastic. This isn't like flick them up. This is really hard plastic. <laughs> so I hurt my finger trying to flick my penguin over the wall. I'm sorry you hurt your finger. It's all right. I'm accident prone. I hurt my lip tonight. So, you know. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. You tried to eat the mic. I did. I really, really did. Yeah. So what did we do over the weekend? We kind of touched on it, but let's explain what we did to the people. I worked, and then I took a long nap for about an hour and a half while I drove. <laughs> you didn't. Um, we went to, you found, one of our members sent this to you. This is yeah, Jeremy Yoder sent us a link to the Lakes Area Game Fest, and then shortly after I looked into it, then um, we were contacted by one of the group members that mm -hmm. put it on. Mm -hmm. So we ended up deciding we wanted to go down there. Yep, and it was originally just going to be us and the littles, but our second oldest daughter decided she wanted to come down with us. She wanted to play some games. This is true. So Cassie got to come along with us, and she enjoyed herself quite a bit. She hung out and um, taught some other people there how to play Dice Forge. So she was she was having a lot of fun and she came back to the room so I could go down and play the Bears and the Bees and horribly make Tom mad at me because I beat him and um, Tom shows some choice words. But anyway, we drove... <laughs> No, he swore. Throw Tom under the bus. No, he swore. He, I don't think I've ever seen Tom that mad. Or, you know, not mad, but I mean. Abusive. He was an abusive. He beat the crap out of you. He just, he was like, what the beep? And just kind of flung the card a little bit. So I was like, oh my God, Tom. Anyways, so we drove from. Tom here. has anger issues. Tom does not have anger <laughs> issues. Anyway, so you we wouldn't like him when he's angry. We drove from Sioux Falls to the lakes area, which is Okaboji. There can be only one Tom. Oh my God. <laughs> There's the Highlander reference. <laughs> um, it's about an hour and a half away from Sioux Falls. And this was the first year that they were putting this on. And it was held, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but I really don't want to get into where it was because we did not have a good experience. No, it was, it was a horrible experience. We got put on the same floor as a hockey team from St. Louis, and they were running up and down the halls relentlessly into the wee hours of the morning, and then their parents were down in the breakfast area just getting completely drunk. 
and then they left empty beer cans and beer bottles in the hallway. So, yeah, lead by example, I guess. <laughs> right. So we, we had a very horrible, horrible night. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, I was exhausted the next day. I was angry. <laughs> yep. So, but, I mean, we got to play some games. and We did. Uh, the kids slept through it, and that was great. That was the only saving grace right there, because if one of the kids would have been woken up, they would have, the hockey kids would have seen Mama Bear completely unhinged. Yeah, there wouldn't have been empty beer bottles and beer cans in the hallway. There would have been ripped off arms everywhere. So, besides not having a good experience at the hotel, the game fest, what did you think? I liked it. I think they did an amazing job for a first year. I, I think they they were all all over it. So they were. They they either did their research or I mean they they just it seemed like everything went off without a hitch. Yes, I I was a little taken aback. I was expecting something maybe bigger, but I didn't realize that it was the first year. You had Geekway in your brain. I did have Geekway in my brain, and I just saw a picture that Geekway put on Instagram, <laughs> and now I'm intimidated by Geekway. So anyway, um, yes, but after I got it through my brain that, you know, this is their first year, they're just starting out, I had a great time. I was really surprised that they had a couple of Hobbit games down there, and our kids absolutely loved the Hobbit games that they had, you know. And they were super nice. They let Kathleen check out millions of games. I don't know how many games she actually checked out. I'd like to know how many games she checked out over the weekend. But they were super nice to her. They were super nice to Cassie. There was no issues. And the guys were always there. Oh, yeah. There was, I think, six of them. Yeah. And they were... They were taking turns, you know, covering the front, covering the play, uh, the library, mm-hmm. you know, seeing if anybody needed anything. They were trying to play games as much as they could, but they knew they had a convention to run. Yeah, they were super helpful, super personable, you know, with everybody, and it was just, it was very pleasant to see, see that. And I think a couple of the guys, their families came on Sunday and played some games. Yes. So that was nice to see. Yeah, they, they were all very just down-to-earth people and kind of just your everyday average Joes. <laughs> the average Joes. Yeah. So I really enjoyed playing games with them. Yes. And you got to do an interview. Yes. With who? Kyle. Kyle. Hubert. And... Why was he chosen to give the interview? He's the guy that got a hold of me to see if I wanted to come to his convention. Okay. Or not his convention, but their convention. Their convention. You know, he's, he's the guy that uh, went on Board Game Geek and started emailing people. Mm-hmm. And that was very smart. It was. So yeah, I asked him if he would do an interview with us, and he said he'd be honored to. Okay. So okay. We'll insert that footage now. Insert here. Uh, I'm Joe with Kyle Schubert. Yeah, man. All right. So uh, now, how did you? This is the first year you've done this convention. So yep. what, uh, like, what prompted you guys to do this? Yeah. So when we uh, when we formed our our local gaming group, uh, which is about five of us, 
um, just I think randomly one day we were we were gaming and one of us is like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to 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 start a, a large group event or you know a convention or whatever? And the other guys like, oh yeah, we've we've always thought that'd be cool and. And then we just kind of joked about it, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a serious thing. And then, uh, you know, a couple months later, one of us, and I don't remember who, was like, no, we, what do you guys think about really trying to, to create an event uh, in this area for the, for the Midwest? Uh, and we were like, sure, why not? Let's give it a, let's give it a shot. And uh, yeah, so it just started from a kind of a, a joke half serious joke uh and we we did it cool yeah all right so what um do you have a guys have a, a groom great uh, group name or yeah we uh, we've kind of just tried to keep it simple and uh the the lakes area board gamers okay um trying to include because the area that we live in a lot of the the cities the towns just kind of bleed together mm-hmm. um so it's known yeah, as the lake. Yeah, I guess I didn't area. realize that uh, Spirit Lake was as close to Okaboji. Yeah, so. man. You, Spirit Lake, Okaboji, Arnold's Park, Milford—they're all kind of crammed together. And then we're actually all from Spencer, uh, but that's only like a you know twelve-minute drive to to get to Milford, mm-hmm. and then it's just the the lakes area. Okay. So, yeah. so this is this is the first year you've done the convention. First year. What do you? How do you feel about the turnout? Man, it was awesome. We uh, we we didn't really know what to expect, simply because it was our first year. Okay. Um, and we we didn't we didn't know if there if there was a, a community in the the very near you know vicinity to us. Uh, it was kind of a, a crazy way that most of us in our gaming group met. Um, we moved back here from Minneapolis and I was like man I don't know anybody that that plays board games like I don't know anybody that even (laughs) if I were to say I played board games would know what I was talking Mm -hmm. about so I was on I was on BGG one day and I I just did like a a user search a local user search and one profile came up so I was like oh man and they and they were just on today so I, I clicked on it and sent him a message and was like, dude, I hope this isn't weird or creepy, but you know, we're, we live in the same town. Uh-huh. Uh, would you, would you want to maybe get together sometime and, and game? And, and then through that relationship, we met the other guys and, and uh, just became close friends and have been gaming ever since. There's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. actually did the same thing in Sioux Falls. Yep. So it was, uh, you know, you get on there and you want to see. Okay, I, I play with Tom and and Eknum and and uh, a few other people, and uh, it's it's trying to to find more people because they're not yeah. always available. Yeah. So exactly. and you you want to play a game, but it's like okay, so do I have a game day this Saturday or or what? And then you got one or two people that come over, and you want more. You you yeah. want that. And so you, it's it's nice to have a bigger game group because even if you have ten people, yep. six might show up, Definitely. or you might only get one. Yep. So yeah, I get that. And I, that's and and going back to you know the the turnout for the convention, part of us even wanting to do the convention was like we were trying to you know fish out 
some more people that were, were maybe interested um, close enough to us to where we could, you know, add them to our regular group. And, you know, like you were saying, if, if a few of the guys couldn't make it, we could still get together. Right. Still have enough people to, to get a good, you know, four-player game in or whatever. Right. Um, but then we, you know, it, it, it was a great turnout. A lot of great people. I, I've already, you know, I've made some some relationships uh, already that I like consider people my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I just met them this weekend. Yeah, well, yeah. So how, it's how it starts. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's awesome. So, um, what got you into gaming? Uh, I think, man, I think, I think just your your natural personality. I think draws you to to certain things and and for me I remember when I was younger me and a friend in the first uh, the first English set of Yu-Gi-Oh cards came out oh wow we uh, we went and bought like a whole bunch of packs and we had no idea how to play the game like we just were making up rules and whatever like playing and then we uh, we ended up trying to create our own trading card game and we like drew all the pictures and made up some hodgepodge mess of of rules and how to play the game whatever and this was when we were like i don't know super young um so that was kind of the the start of it which is something in me like drew me to that kind of entertainment um something that was tactile that i could feel Mm -hmm. you know and, and manipulate with my hands um, had a sense of, of imagination and, and creativity, um, but was also challenging, you know, something that would test me a little bit. And then I think one thing that's great about uh, many board games and, and just tabletop gaming in, in general is you get this sense of, like, um, like individual... I don't even know how to describe it, but, like, you, you have this thing that's that's yours and you get to make decisions and and have a, a unique way of of playing the game and a unique way of figuring out the the puzzle you know and it's yours and, mm-hmm. and so i just i just think my personality uh pulled me towards that um and then i you know when i was younger we all played the the, the staples of, of yep. board gaming, you know, the life, the life, Scrabble, and Monopoly, Monopoly Scrabble, yep. yeah, all that stuff, Battleship, you know, yep. uh, and then I think the first, the first, uh, maybe what you'd consider a, a complex or strategy game uh, was Axis and Allies. Oh, okay. That was the first, you know, larger, more complex game that I ever played, and... I was hooked. I think our first game took like nine hours, and I was like, I love this. And so, uh, yeah, and then I met some people that were into like Dominion, uh, Seven Wonders, some of the more like what we consider gateway games now. Um, And then my mind just was blown. I I was introduced to a world that, (laughs) I was introduced to a world that I uh, didn't know existed. And so, then it was it was just all history from there. Oh, okay. So. So, 
is is your game group kind of uh, a group effort or is it there's kind of a, a main leader or how does that work yeah no i i think everybody has different uh personalities and so there's like certain people that just gravitate towards certain roles in the group but none of that's been formally defined or, or so anything. is there typically just one person that hosts or do you all kind no, of take yeah, turns yeah no in, in terms of hosting we we really just try and like mix it up try and do somebody's uh somebody different's house every time so do you guys got a game room uh not not uh specifically for for gaming yet I think most of us are working on okay. a room that will eventually be <laughs> yeah, a, a, yep. a game room. Um, so yeah, that's we, the ultimate goal, that's, right? Yeah, that is the goal. So a lot of times we're just, you know, in the kitchen. We're just right. in the kitchen table playing. We have the kids running around, whatever. Mm. Actually, most of the time it's after the kids go to bed. So we're playing. We're starting a game at like 8 p.m. Yep. You know, and then just play till we're done which is usually the the wee hours of the morning and then we get up and go to work the next day yeah so living the dream yeah yeah <laughs> so how do you guys keep your your game group happy and alive you know i've i've heard stories of game groups where there's like one person that really has to like keep it alive you know yeah. like they're the core of the group and if they don't text everybody or call everybody get people together the, the group doesn't meet right nothing happens it just falls through it does that we do not have that problem like, so everyone's just always in contact everyone's pumped everybody's always trying to get together um we're all busy and so so i'm gonna need all of you to move to sioux falls if <laughs> <Yeah>. that's okay <laughs> seriously i mean if, if we go if we go a week without getting together um somebody's texting guys we got to get together this week you know and it's always a different person so yeah we don't we don't really have that problem we don't have one person that's that's really spearheading it um everybody's excited and everybody uh wants to get together so okay. we're we're blessed in that regard uh so why hold it in january in the winter i know right in the midwest yeah <laughs> so when we were trying to de decide on a time to do it we I, we basically formulated a list of all of the major conventions like throughout the United States that would be worth people traveling a, a long distance mm -hmm. to attend and then all of the local conventions because um, we we definitely for two reasons we don't want to compete with another convention right one because we want people to come to ours but two because we want people to go to theirs mm -hmm. you know and so looking through the the schedule this was like you know the the most optimal weekend in terms of just not competing with another event um, and that was really the, the main reason and we knew that weather could play into um, detracting people from coming but we would rather risk that than, you know, offend somebody else or, or we just, you know, we, we want to give other conventions room to breathe. Like, right. we're not, we're not, yeah. 
Well, they just started doing Geekway Mini, I think, two years ago. Okay. And so this is actually the same weekend as that. And it made it actually really easy for me because those that's a small event. Sure. So when you guys announced that you were having one, yeah. perfect, because that's eight and a half hour drive for me. Yeah. If I go to St. Louis, yeah. it's an hour and a half for me here. And Good. so I was like, you know, it, it makes that, because, you know, that's yeah. that's still quite a ways away. It is, So yeah. it, it makes it nice because that is a weekend where I still want to go to a convention. Yep. So there's something closer, and so that, that offers that variety. I don't think it's a matter of competing with another sure, convention. Sure. It's just adding more options yeah and so. i guess that's that's really what we want to do you know because for us to to get to a convention you know it's at least two hours three right. hours and so if if there were enough people that were willing to get together we're like we we have the resources we we have the ability to do this let's let's make it available for people and, and see if we can you know see if we can make it happen okay so, is this going to be a yearly thing? Yeah, I mean, that's is the goal. Is this the start to something? Yeah, that's that's the goal. Um, and honestly, we'd even love to 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 do some other get-togethers, like larger group get-togethers, um, more than once a year. Right. Um, maybe do a, a quarterly thing or, or maybe a, a half year, you know, in the middle of the year, get people together. Um, but for, for sure, a yearly thing. You know, we we'd like... We'd like this event to be, and I, I think we we might talk about this in a little bit or whatever. But um, we, our goal is not to to make a big event. Our our goal isn't to create this this huge monstrosity of an event and and have all this crazy stuff going on. Um, our goal is to create a a space for people to come. Have a good time playing board games, um, and and build relationships with each other. That's. So, what was your turnout this year? I think we had around. I think it was around a hundred. Okay. I think That's between a very impressive turnout. For yeah, the first between, year. between the two days in and, the winter. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I, I think even though it's not our goal to to make a huge event. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that it will grow just naturally. Um, so, are you opposed to it? We're not becoming. No, no, no. We're we're not opposed to it uh, becoming uh, larger, at least to a certain extent. You know? I mean, it, obviously, it grows in steps, but I mean, definitely a hundred first year. That's pretty impressive. You yeah, double that second year. Yeah, and and no, we're we're not opposed to that. I think I think we're still kind of in the the formulation stage of what our our goals are and and what exactly uh we want to to accomplish and and what we want our our niche to be you know because do we want to kind of take the format of of every other convention and just copy that or do we do we want to try something unique and and maybe give uh give people a unique experience you know maybe do some things that you can't do at other conventions right um, and do we want do we want to make the cap unlimited? You know, do we want to keep renting out larger and larger, uh, you know, halls and, and event centers, or do we want to say no? This is this is kind of our cap, and we're going to just focus on this, you know, 200 people that come, and we we want to make sure those 200 people have a great time. 
um, and, and have more of an intimate atmosphere. Yeah, there's nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, and, and different people have different preferences. Some people really enjoy uh, the, the huge experience of a, of a Gen Con or something like that, and some people are terrified by that. Some people wouldn't wouldn't step in the in the hall, you know. I don't know if I would ever go to like a Gen Con sure. or or the, the the PAX Unplugged, you know, yep. those those large conventions. But like Geekway, that's uh, I think fourteen hundred or two thousand people. Yeah, this started out this year as a hundred people. Yeah, um, you know, I like that size. The there, there's smaller numbers. You can yep. still find people that you can connect with. And I think you guys are doing a great job here. So yeah, thank you. Know, and there's man. nothing wrong with with taking ideas from other conventions and oh, using sure. those in yours. I mean, that's if it works for those conventions, it's going to work for you. There must so. be a reason it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, exactly. So yeah, we're 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 just open. We, like I said, we we're just trying to make an event that people love. That's that's the the bottom line. Okay. So is this is this the only convention you're part of? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like personally, or yeah, as I a mean, group? like this is this is your like your groundbreaking. This is where yep. you you started. Yep, yep, for sure. We uh, obviously we you know we've been to other conventions. Um, we have you been to any larger conventions? Or? I haven't been to any of the, the the big ones like we were just saying. You know, like a, a Gen Con or even I know I know like a like a Dice Tower Con is isn't like a Gen Con by yeah. any means. Um, but but you know it's still pretty big. It is big, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I haven't been to any of uh, any of the, the conventions of that caliber. And you say you, you came from the cities, uh, well, Minneapolis area. It's funny. I, I was born and raised in this area, but then we moved around quite a bit for a while. Mm-hmm. So so I was in the, the Minneapolis area for a little while, and then the the uh, Waterloo. Um, Cedar Falls area for a little while, so we've you know we've been around in. in so the you, area. have you gone? To, I'm assuming Fantasy Flight. Um, you know, I, when we were up there, I never went to I never went to the Fantasy Flight. Like they have like that cool game room yeah. and all that. I, I haven't been up there. I just went there a couple of years ago, and awesome. I was very impressed with it. So, and yeah. that was basically the whole reason why I wanted to go up there was we just made a, a weekend yeah. trip. We're going to Fantasy Flight, and then we came back. So. That's awesome. It looks sweet, you know. And then we pictures. had to go to the Source Game Store, so oh yeah, yeah, picking yep. up some goodies there. And, yeah. But Fantasy Flight was just—that's like my dream—is a game store that also feeds you, dude. For real. <laughs> yeah. So. The, the the board game cafes, man, they're they're killing it right now, and yeah. it's you know it's hard to like to make it even just as a just a, a board game like if you just have a board game shop where you're just selling board games yeah it's hard you to, gotta have a niche you do it's you do if you, if you don't have it it's you got to beat them on price and if you can't beat them on price you got to have that niche you got to offer something that either no one else is offering or something that's just unique to you yep. or you know something that's going to bring in your customers for sure you know, family friendly yeah. Just overwhelmingly greedy, yeah. you know, some, something that that keeps the people coming back. Definitely, because if you don't have that, then you're just you're gonna you're probably gonna set up shop and then it's close tough. it up in a couple of years. <laughs> it, I, yeah, man. Yeah, it's tough. Have you ever done a board game shop or anything like that? You know, we haven't. We it's funny. Just like we kind of had a, a dream for this. Uh, there's a few of us that that would love to do something like a you know a board game cafe or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that. That's if if that ever were to become a reality, that's 
way down the road. Yeah, I think you but, guys got a pretty good setup with with this. Yeah. With I mean, like you said, the communities that are kind of close together. Yeah, yeah. And and that's pretty cool. That's yeah. Obviously obtainable. You did it this year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Now you mentioned that uh, you do game designing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like I said earlier, when I was younger, we made this little trading card game, whatever. And uh, I think that was really what what uh, started it for me. Ever since then, um, I always, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm somewhat of a creative person, just naturally, I don't know. Um, but then I, I went to school for graphic design. Okay. Um, that's, that's what my education is in. And um, I, I really hadn't done anything with it. I, I got into retail. That was where I worked for the longest time and um, utilizing the graphic design <laughs> yeah 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 not at all um, so I yeah just there was a, a time where I was actually without a job um, and during that time period I like was going crazy I was like I, I like I need to be doing something and I was like how about I just try designing a game you know, because I, I loved board games. I yep. loved, you know, I loved the hobby. And so I was like, let's just, let's just try it. And I started designing this, uh, this, uh, s you know, small dueling card game. And it, it, my first time I got it to the table, I was like, dude, this, this works. And, uh, yeah. And from there, I just started playing as many games as I could, learning about, uh, different mechanisms and, and systems and the history of, of gaming and all sorts of stuff and um, yeah so I have like five or six designs that I'm working on I was able to to play test uh, a little bit here at the at the convention and got some really good feedback so you know it's it's uh, just a, a side a side hobby thing now but um, so yeah. have you think have you thought about getting any of your games into uh, publish or yeah so so I utilize the game crafter right now um, okay and kind of kind of do a little bit of uh, self publishing if you will um, I think I'd like to to put a game or two into uh, Kickstarter so what do you have on game crafter uh, so one of the games that I, I uh, play tested this weekend uh, I had on the game crafter for a little while um, because it, the design was originally created for a Game Crafter contest. Okay. One of their design contests. And I didn't win. I was somewhere like in the middle for, oh, for votes. Yeah. Nope. Um, and there were, for that contest especially, there were probably a hundred and I think there was like 130 entries. Mm -hmm. So I was somewhere in the, the upper middle area. So that, that was good, but. Um, I really felt like the design needed a little more room to breathe. The constraints that were put on it by the the contest, I, I felt like it needed a little bit more. So I took it down and have been developing it since then. Um, but yeah, I use them. I use the Game Crafter for all of the prototype stuff and and uh, I yeah, I'd like to get something to Kickstarter try and do a little self-publishing that way probably through the game crafter they would be the the manufacturer right. and the distributor of it um and then maybe try and pitch some later on down the road to, okay. to some publishers 
Um, do you do any 3D printing or anything like that for game components for yourself? Uh, you know, I don't, but but Joe Weber, one of the other guys in our, our game group, he, he does do 3D printing and he comes up with some really awesome uh, inserts for his games and, and, you know, different components and stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, even within our team, we have a lot of uh, different skills that that play into my designing, but also just our, our game group. So is there anybody else in the group that designs as well? Um, I, I mean, I think, I think all of them have a, a little bit of a, you know, an itch where they, they would like to do some designing. And, and John Hansel, one of the other guys, he... Uh, has been working on a design um, that looks really cool. He uh, he took uh, cribbage okay. and you know some of the, the foundations of cribbage, and, and he's been designing a, like a kind of an Oregon Trail type themed game based off of cribbage, and okay. it, it actually looks awesome. So he hasn't got a, a prototype to the table yet, but I'm pumped for when he does. Well, it's nice that you guys so, can play test each other's games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's, man, I'm grateful that they're willing to, to play some of my games, because uh, hopefully they haven't been too horrible yet, but I'm sure at some point I'm going to come <laughs> up with something really horrible, uh, and uh, they're, yeah, they're gracious, so that's good. The way you got to think about it, even in the worst game you design yeah. is better than a game that's not designed. Yeah, exactly. So you tried, even if even if you might think it's a failure, someone else might like it. Yep, yeah. Yeah, I listened to uh, Gabe Barrett, the board game design yep. lab under the Dice Tower network, and uh, he always says something very similar. You know, like, uh, a good idea isn't a good game you know it doesn't count until you yep people can play it right so so yeah just finishing a game is, is pretty cool good so, yeah I mean, so you're married i am married yeah we're going on nine years wow we, we have two two children a, a three-year-old daughter and a almost two-year-old son and then we're actually expecting our third in February. Wow. All right. So yeah, man, we're pumped. Family gamers. Uh, my wife, not so much, <laughs> but uh, my kids actually love playing games. We have some, you know, some hobby games and stuff. Oh, they are great. They yeah, they are great, and uh, they they are really enthusiastic about it. I feel like every day, at least two or three times a day, they want to bust them out and play. Yeah. So. What's your favorite game? Yeah, Unicorn Glitter Look. That, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's her favorite hobby game. That's cool. They make some good some good stuff. Awesome games. The, yeah. Uh, my First Orchard, you like that one. We have that one. Our and, kids love it. Uh, your Unicorn Glitter Look and then Tiny Park. Oh, that cool. one's a fun one too. So. Yeah. Yep, we just got that one last year. Mm -hmm. We got uh, our most recent one was Hannah Honeybee. Oh, we haven't played that one. That one's pretty cool. But you like that one, that dragon one yeah. over there. Oh yeah, Dragon's Breath? Yes, you really like that. <laughs> nope, not my phone. <laughs> so do you have anything to add? Man, um, no, I was just super pumped about this weekend. I think it was it was great. Made some good made made some friends. Yep. Good I, relationships. I agree with that. We uh, we were pretty excited to come down here too. So yeah. especially uh, first 
first con for our family. So awesome. I've gone to many myself. Yeah. But uh, recently, just got my wife into board gaming, so cool. she's she's taking it all in and uh, that's awesome. Going full in, so Dude, it's kind of nice finally. Well, we we really appreciate you guys coming for real. Yeah. But I get the card and go through the I don't have the card anymore. No. No. I will. Okay. But you still have to pay for it. <laughs> but I will. Okay. I will do sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars? I don't think that'll get you in the pool. <laughs> okay. But I will try right. it tomorrow. I uh, really yeah. appreciate you giving me the time to do an interview. Dude, so, thank you. You were for my first interview, so awesome! You know, congratulations I, I on am, that. <laughs> I honestly, I feel very honored. We've I only been doing this for about three months, so cool. Uh, it's something that I kind of always wanted to do. Um, yeah. When I was younger, I, I really wanted to be like a radio DJ or personality. Yeah. So yeah, put that into board games, which I already love. That's awesome. Pretty much dream job, but. Uh, you know, I still got to pay the bills. So. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that goes you my do. other job. Yep. So, but awesome, I appreciate man. it, and we look forward to coming next year. So Cool, man. Cool. Thank cool. you. How do you think the interview went? I think it went fine. Um, we got kind of interrupted, like, halfway through the interview. Be nice. So, um, I'm there. I got a mobile recording device, and I got my, my notebook full of notes and questions. Sitting on the table. And uh, Kyle's sitting across from me, and I'm talking right to him. I mean, we're facing each other. We're mm -hmm. having an interview. And this guy comes up, and he's like, hey, anyone want to play Sentinels of the Multiverse? And Kyle's like, yeah, as soon as we're done here, um, we'll, uh, we'll find you some players. And he's like, oh, okay. I thought you guys were done playing a game. He says, yeah, we are, but we're actually in the middle of an interview for the podcast. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, okay. And then just sits down and starts telling us about Sentinels of Multiverse. Right. <laughs> and so. obviously I know you know about that game because we have it in our collection. I do. I mean, but the problem is I've never played it. Just because mm -hmm. I have it, it doesn't mean I've played it. Well, obviously, yes. I didn't um, say that. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a cool game. I'd like to get it to the table. I've got just about everything for it. This guy had, like, the ultimate edition mm -hmm. that came in this giant black box. And I, I don't know couple hundred bucks at least yeah but it was a pretty cool pretty cool setup i would have liked to play it but on the other hand it was getting really late in the convention and our children we were, were about ready to head out otherwise i would have sat down and played with this guy so mm -hmm. yeah and you got interrupted again by a little person i did <laughs> <laughs> yeah kathleen was sitting on my lap uh, she wanted to uh get in on the interview as well mm-hmm Oh. Teaching them young, teaching them young. Yep. She's a little, she's a little social butterfly. Everybody loved her there. She yeah. was just, they, everybody said she was so darn cute, and yeah. DNA. DNA. Oh, DNA. Yep. Okay. That's what it is. It's the DNA. Yep. Okay. I got the cuteness genes. Yep. Even though you just called one of our sons a bobblehead. Well. I in my defense, Gavin has a ginormous head. Not really. And a little tiny body. Robert, so he looks like a bobblehead. Robert had a bigger head than Gavin. He looks like a bobblehead, too. Yeah, well, Gavin's got the eyes where Robert had yeah. the hair. Robert, Robert had the hair. And that's because his mom wouldn't cut it. 
He had beautiful so, blonde curls. Yeah, cut one and put it in a bag. Get over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I did. So with Gavin, he's got this huge head and these big old eyes, and it just kind of floats above his body. <laughs> so he looks like a bobblehead. And then he's got this this huge grin to go with it that has sharp teeth in there. <laughs> and when he smiles, he looks like a friggin' gremlin. Okay. So yeah, when he smiles at me, he's got these big eyes. It looks like he's gonna eat my face. Oh my god. And then he runs at me with his little twig body, and yeah, that's probably why he falls so much because the giant big head just kind of. Knocks him over. Okay, in his defense over the weekend, he had new shoes that were like a size too big for him, so that's why he fell. Okay. Over the weekend. And the fact that he only got an hour nap. I love him. He's a cute kid. I'm just saying. He looks like a bobblehead. Mm-hmm. You gave birth to a bobblehead. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, he's only six and a half pounds. Six of the pounds are in his head. So now that we've talked about, you know, our experience at the Lake Area Game Fest and everybody's heard your interview with Kyle, our, let me ask this, I'm going to read like a pirate. You are in true form tonight. True form. Well, I'm in form. I got the dad bod. True form. Are you going to go back next year? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want to play with these guys again. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Okay. You? I would love to go. Yeah, do You know what the kids do, do. Shut up. <laughs> You're picking on me again tonight, and I'm going to leave. Oh. Anyways, yeah. Divorce yes. number three. No. Not that easy. I would love to go. However, granted, our children will be a year older by then. Just so you know, if I go again, I probably won't stay at that hotel. I was going to say that. So, so I going to say... If they sleep in Kyle's car. <laughs> Kyle, can my husband sleep in your <laughs> car? Anyways, I was going to say, if they hold it somewhere else, we might look into possibly staying there. However, I will not go back to that hotel. Their pool area left very much to be desired. There was something floating in the hot tub. There were several things floating in the hot tub. I don't know if it was the ceiling or someone pooped in there. (laughs) And then, um, you know, the room that they had the convention in was very nice. They had just redone it. Oh, yeah. They totally redid that, remodeled that. The rooms were nice. The rooms were nice, yes. Um, It's just like the pool. I don't know if they hadn't gotten to the update on that yet. I don't think so. it, It looked like... Early 80s. Well, only half the stuff worked. Like, oh, yeah, totally. The big slide, there was no water going down it. Yep. The, the stuff was corroded. Yeah. And, you know. The hot tub was falling apart. The, like, the the approach to the hot tub, every time you took a step, it bowed in. Well, and, and I'm not really that fat of a guy, so. There was no, like, safety grip on those steps. Oh, I know. I totally just biffed it when I went down the third step. <laughs> I was just going to go into I'm like, well, this is where I die. And the handles were like, you went to step down, and there was a handle on each side. So I took Gavin the- grabbed hold of the handle. I thought he was going to rip the thing out of the ground. Right? And I went to go, and I'm like, whoa. Yep. 
I didn't realize I was doing exercises here on this, so I thought I was going to flop them into the ground. Yeah. You know? Possible. So, the room was beautiful. Had oh, yeah, the room great... was beautiful, and where they had the convention, they just remodeled that, and that was really nice. Great big windows. Yeah. They were fabulous. And I think... I think they said they were not completely finished with the remodel in the, the no. convention room. There so. were still some some minor touch-ups yeah. that needed to be wired and things yeah. like that. But yeah, that was a beautiful room. The only thing is, is I wasn't a huge fan of the tablecloth. Oh, on the table. yeah, yeah. Those got in the way a lot. Yeah, that's all right. That's hotel stuff. So. Right. I wasn't sure if it was one of those things where they had to have them on or if it was just... I don't know. But, you know, really, the tablecloth is only really affected if you're playing, like, a card game, like the Bears, the Bees. Mm -hmm. It affected that game. But if you're playing a board game, it doesn't affect it at all. So, but, yeah, we had a ton of fun. The kids had a ton of fun. Kathy enjoyed herself a lot. And I would definitely say this is something that we would be, you would be looking into doing again next oh, year. Oh, yeah, and I would greatly recommend anybody else to go to it next year. So. Right. It's a very cool convention. There's a lot of nice people there, and the people that are putting it on are just cool feet. Right. I did enjoy... I know Ekram said he will definitely be back next year, and that is exactly his type of convention. Mm -hmm. So, I did enjoy staying at the same place where the convention was held, just for the simple fact that, you know, Saturday night, Kathy could stay. Yes, I that was really nice. Yep. And maybe... You know, if I do stay at the same hotel, I'll just say, don't put me next to a hockey team. Right? Yeah. And we will skip the pool. Yeah. Unless they've redone it. Right. So, moving on, since I think we've talked about this topic. They have still not refunded my $50 that they had to take extra. What? Yeah. Gonna have to call them tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, I would call them. Yeah. Um, what are we doing in June? That we just decided we're going to do. We are going to do Extra Life. And what is Extra Life for those those people who do not know? I know, but I just recently found out. Well, why don't you tell them? Extra Life is a 24-hour gaming event. And all the proceeds go to Children's Miracle Network um, or... Families that are dealing with children that are in the hospital. So we have chosen to do our Extra Life Gaming Day on June 15th. And we are still working on a location right now. But if you guys would like to support us, we are going to definitely link our um, page, our Extra Life page, in our description. And if you would like to donate even a dollar, that would be great. All the money stays in the Sioux Falls, South Dakota area, and it goes to help families with expenses, you know, loss of income for being at the hospital, uh, just any extra income, and then um, It helps pay, with, yeah, uh, fuel food. costs, food, yep, it, all, all kinds of added expenses of having any child with any illness. And it's not just strictly cancer, it's just any illness. Yeah, the, the special needs children, you know, any kind of, it's, it's hard on parents, it's hard on families, and it's obviously not pleasant for the children going through it. So these kind of programs, it gives our hobby 
something positive to give back to the community. And so that's what we're looking to do. There is a group in Sioux Falls that does it every year. And uh, we, we chose to do it uh, for your friend. My friend. I used to work at um, the Boys and Girls Club. At that time, it was the Youth Enrichment Services. And I was the lead teacher in the two-and-a-half to three-year-old room. And there was this one little girl, and I had had her brother prior to this. And she was just sick a lot the past couple like three weeks or whatever and her parents took her in and come to find out that she was diagnosed with a form of child cancer and then she just she never came back and I'm friends with her mom on Facebook I think about her constantly I'm so glad that she is free and clear I think she's in remission now but you know She's one of those little girls that she always brought a smile to my face, and she, I was pregnant at the time when she was diagnosed, and she was super excited. She would always come up and, you know, ask about my baby, and that was when I was pregnant with Kathleen, so this was like four years ago, you know. And so we're hoping to have Sophia and her family at our event, so they can be there and kind of tell you her story. Yep. So we'll have we'll have them on the podcast. Um, we would love to have anybody join the team and help us raise some money, um, or you know, come and play some games. Mm-hmm. You know, do it for a good cause. Like I said, we're we're working on a location right now. Yep. And we'll give you more information on that. Yep. We have a few possibilities out there, so uh, it'll happen. And then we will figure out food and, and other things to do too. So yep. this is uh, this is this is something that we we would like to do, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with any group anywhere doing this. I, I strongly encourage, you know, like in Sioux Falls, like I said, there is there is another group that that does it every year in November, and that's great. There's no reason why. Ten different groups in the same city can't do it. No. You know, it's it's just that awesome of a cause that if you're going to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be part of the other group to do it. If you want to do it and you don't want to be part of the Average Joe's group, that's cool. Do it and, and raise some money and do it for a good cause and pick, pick your, your uh, community that you want to give to. So we're just, we're doing it um, because... Uh, well, you were you knew someone that was affected, and and so this is something that we enjoy, mm-hmm. and so it's something that we can give back to the community with. Yep, and um, if you uh, want to keep up on information, like I said, we're going to link our extra life um, page on here. Yep, we'll put a link on our website, and then also check out our Facebook page, Average Joe Junior Podcast. We will keep you updated on there as well. Yes, and if you're not on Facebook, you know, we have Twitter, we have our website, which is www.AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com. We will update there as well. Um, Instagram, you can follow us on there. Uh, That pretty much... And then we'll we'll obviously update you on the podcast, too. I mean, we'll talk about it here. Right. So... That uh, that covers extra life. That covers extra life. 
Bring extra life. It does. And we have a few conventions coming up here. We're not sure which ones we're going to be able to go to. Um, I know Ostacon is in the Beginning first week of May. of May. And it's $15. $15 for, for the, the weekend. Whole weekend. Yeah. That is insane. So uh, that's one we might have to just drive up for a day and check it out. Mm -hmm. um, for On Sunday, they offer a family of four pass for 10 bucks. I think it was ten dollars, so it'd be worth checking out. Uh, Four hundred tickets, I believe, is what's being sold for the general admission. Um, then after that, we've got Geekway coming up, uh, May fifteenth, sixteenth, something like that. Sixteenth, we 16th. leave on the fifteenth, so one hundred and twenty days until Geekway to the west. All right, and that's a big convention. I'm looking forward to it. And that's one you're scared of now. Not really scared of. It was just the picture that they showed. I think it was like the the room that you could play in with all the tables. Yeah. It was just a little intimidating. After you saw that picture, you were in the corner shaking. No, I wasn't. You were rocking back and forth with the blanket. I wasn't. You were lying because you were at work and I was at home and I saw that. that was I nice have a camera yeah. at home and, and I saw you in the corner. Creepy. Just rocking back and forth going, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. I don't care. I will stay in the whole room the room the whole weekend. I don't care. I'm going. Not for the ticket price I paid for. I am going. You're going to a convention. I am going. I'm so excited. I have a countdown on my phone now. Happy dance. Jesse. I saw that. Alright. So our next episode is going to be expansions. Yes. Yes. All about expansions. All about expansions. Are they needed? Are they not needed? Do you have to play them with the base game? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> All right. So uh, since we're into January, we're going to go ahead and start taking entries for Harry Potter code names. So if you'd like to be entered in to win that, email us at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast at Outlook.com and put something about our podcast. doesn't have to be something specific from an episode. Just put something you like, you don't like, some kind of suggestion. Something we can work on. And put in the topic or the subject line, put entry. Code name. Yes. Harry Potter. So if you live in Sioux Falls or close by, I'll deliver it. If you don't, I will mail it out. So that's it for us. Thanks for listening. We are sorry that this was a not a Monday release for us, but we will be back next, this coming Monday. Very short turnaround on this one. Yes. Um, with our expansion episode. So until next time. I'm Jesse. And I'm Joe. Hey, do you want to play games for a good cause? Join Extra Life, a community of 50,000 gamers all over the world who play games to heal kids at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Find out more at extra-life.org.